Hello and welcome to Come to the Bull in the Post-Truth Apocalypse. I'm Ben and as always I'm hanging out with Mike. Hello. Claire. Hey. And Pete. Hello. And today we're going to talk about Skinwalker Ranch. Skinwalker, 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 you are. Is that a song? Yeah. Is that right? And the many different oddities that happen around it. I think oddities would be the right word to say. Quotation oddities. Yeah. I'm there's not on the fence on this. See, there's lots of things. There's been like your Bigfoots, your fucking aliens, leprechauns. What um, they've done werewolves. is basically put together what is now the ultimate money making machine where you can combine everything in one nice little package. Yeah, go to so is this somewhere you stay? No, 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 you can't stay there because nothing ever fucking it's happens. It's a private area. farm, isn't it? It's quite a large area. Like, it's 500 acres worth of. Farmland, all of that. Right, might, yeah, but yeah. It's, but it's first, I'd thank some new and returning listeners, and then we'll get on with the meat and bones of it. Wixom in Michigan, Uberlandia in Brazil, Eugene, Oregon, Riga in Latvia, Oral in Kazakhstan. Hey, what a place! Almaty in Kazakhstan. Welcome oh, he's an his friend. Nice <laughs> Telford in the United Kingdom, hey. our hometown. Warsaw, Poland, New York in New York in the United States. I Patinga in Brazil, we used to hold a mate as well. Was yeah. Quamado, New Mexico, Boulder, Colorado, Stockholm, Sweden, Spring Valley, New York, London, the UK, the Bronx in New York, Oof. Dublin, Ireland, Birmingham in the UK, Boardman, Oregon, Ashburn, Virginia, Stevenage in the United Kingdom, and Guadalajara, Spain. So thanks, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Thank you very guys. much. Tell a friend, click subscribe. So. I suppose we should start with the, the glaringly obvious question is what's a skinwalker? There's many, again, many versions. There's a lot of versions. The Navajo don't really pin it down. They don't want people who are outside the tribe to know. Yeah, the Navajo don't really oh, talk I about it. Say Navajo, yeah, they don't like it. They don't like people outside the tribe no. knowing about what it is. No, but I've heard it's an evil shaman yes. that can change yeah. an animal at night. A harmful witch, an evil shaman, a Sith. Not even necessarily an evil shaman. They were I always think that cursed it, as well, cursed people. Yeah, it always comes across to me as like they're a bit of a suit, a bit of a werewolf for hire sometimes. <clears throat> you know, like yeah. a supernatural hitman in many ways. Yeah, it translates the Navajo language to "by means of it, it goes on all fours." Right. There are many stories of different forms, but the most common one is you like your werewolf, like man dog. Yeah. Man-dog is dog usually man. the most common one. Dog-man, yeah. man-dog. <laughs> Imagine a werewolf that was a pug. <laughs> a were-pug. A were-pug. You wouldn't run from it, would you? Like, be, it would be cute until it ripped your face off. Yeah. Navajo witches, including skinwalkers, represent the antithesis of Navajo cultural values, while community healers and culture workers are known as medicine men and women, or by other positive nurturing terms in the local indigenous language, witches are seen as evil, performing twisted ceremonies and manipulating magic in a perversion of the good works medicine people traditionally perform. In order to practice their good works, traditional healers learn about both good and evil magic, so these guys turn the dark side then. Mm. Do they? Well, I suppose, logically, if you're a shaman, a wizard, or whatever you want to call it, and you were magic... And you were learning magic, and you were you were you were a good guy. It makes logical sense to learn the bad shit as well, because if there is bad shit out there, and whether you're good or bad, it'd be handy to know what you'd be up against on the on the opposite end, if that makes sense. Yeah, so, but the more you know about it, you can become corrupted. It you can, can gain too much power too fast. Yeah. And all of a sudden, just got that red lightsaber. Darth Vader. He's the perfect kind of. Yeah, yeah, that happens to the best of us. <laughs> Rest in peace, Anakin. <laughs> or pieces. Yes. Animals associated with witchcraft usually include tricksters such as coyotes. However, it may include other creatures usually associated with death or bad omens. They might also possess living animals or people and walk around in their bodies. And skinwalkers may be male or female. Mm. They're a bad shaman who can do this trick. The Navajo don't like to talk about it and they don't like to talk about it to people outside the tribe. Skinwalker Ranch is a 512 acre plot of land in Utah 
and is said to be cursed with UFOs, witches and horrific cow mutilations. Since 1996, now let's, let's just point this out, alright? Since 1996, that ranch has been in operation since 1933. Mm. And the people that lived there before didn't report a damn thing. In 60 years. But is there a reason for that? Yeah. They didn't it, say anything. It didn't happen or too scared to report things like that maybe because say you were around that area you lived in that area and you knew of this old old native reservation American. what native american reservation i'd say up until recent history there's been a lot a lot recent past there's been a lot of question marks about the native americans they they used to do a lot of shaman they used to do a lot of cursing and they used to do, like, I don't know, fucking sing to the, the dams a... sing to the sun, and the, you know they were very with the earth, and I think a lot of people probably fucking shit scared to in any way cross them, whether it was giving out some information that they wouldn't want letting out, or do you know what I mean, for fear of reprisal that they might grow a fucking Bad yeah yeah, I'm trying to fucking find the words, but my brain's not working. But, you know, you know what I mean? There's a lot of fear, I think, to the native people. I think you're clutching at the straws a little bit. I'm just thinking, is that a reason? Well, it could be. the one could be. shred of thing I'll give you towards it is that in the 60s and 70s, there was about 400 UFO sightings in the area. Mm. It was investigated by a science teacher and a uh, biologist, of all people, mm. Dr Salisbury. And they wrote a book about it, and they concluded that about 80 of them couldn't be explained. It's the fucking lot, though, isn't it? The 400 mm. in a 10-year space. A now, they are in the middle of nowhere. No one seems to raise the possibility that it could be a uh, flight path for advanced aircraft being tested by the US Secret military. military base of some Secret sort. Secret military yeah. base somewhere yeah. nearby. Nevada. Mm. You got Nevada down the road. Yeah. Area 51. Yeah. <laughs> is it is there just massive amounts of radiation on the land around there from all the uh, nuclear tests outside of Vegas that took the fall out that way? <laughs> Are they just literally tripping balls off radioactive <laughs> fallout somehow? I don't think it's hallucinogen, though, is it? No, I don't know. Maybe it's degraded their DNA somehow when they just tripping balls. Maybe it's well, the um, explain why they can't dig on the, the site. The orb thing, because a lot of orb has been seen. So maybe that's to do with the ionising effect of the radiation in the soil over time. But there's, there's a, again, there's a Bigfoot connection to Skinwalker Ranch there's, as well. Uh, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of things been seen at Bigwalker Ranch, and this is why I say it's like the QAnon of conspiracy. It's like the QAnon of, of the paranormal. Mm. They've mixed, they've thrown everything in together. Sorry, he just stayed for a weekend, did he? <laughs> <laughs> like, was he linked to it? He's been seeing Bigfoot. <laughs> There's been lots and lots and lots of Bigfoot sightings within the area as well. But then you do wonder if the skinwalker is real, have that has that just been a misidentification? They've gone, what the fuck is that big tall furry thing? It's Bigfoot! Whereas actually it was a big werewolfy thing because that was the skinwalker. Or they didn't see anything. Or they're making it up. With things like that, all I struggle to think is. Why do so many people make up these stories? Money. Attention. Yeah, There's a lot of different reasons. 99,999 times out of 100,000, <laughs> there's no money to be made from telling that story other than people calling you a fucking nutter. The guy who owns Skinwalker Ranch now is doing rather well out of it, as we shall get to later on. Well, yeah, there is that, isn't there? If you make up all these things and sell your ranch, surely, you know... You can sell it at a premium yeah. because you're like, oh, it's, it's renowned for X, Y and Z. Mm. It's interesting. A lot of people do think that extraterrestrial activity regularly happens there as well. It potentially holds answers to the UFO and crop circle phenomena. And the property derives its name from the Navajo folktale of the Skinwalker, as legend has it, the ominous being is a malevolent witch and it can transform itself into any creature it chooses, typically four-legged mammals like coyotes, but it can sometimes appear as owls or crows. While sceptics think this whole concept is just a myth, eyewitness accounts across the decades beg to differ. 
And on top of that, there's more to the ranch than just shapeshifters. According to the Ancient Alien Channel, sorry, <laughs> the History Channel, <laughs> cats were being found mutilated in an oddly surgical and bloodless manner on the property. Alleged UFO sightings have been plentiful in the sky, and some have called this place cursed. Mm. Now, it all began with Terry Sherman, not his real name, none of their real <coughs> names, by the way. Why is that? Protected. Changed their name for the uh, accounts. Who essentially fled his new board property after he started experiencing too much unusual activity to handle. Well, no, he didn't flee it. He sold it for $200,000 to a millionaire called Robert Bigelow. Hmm. Who we've come across before? Who we've come across before because he managed to get $20 million at the US government. But have a look at yeah. UFO evidence. To have a look at it? Yeah. Okay. Basically, start investing. He set up his own little agency that was funded by the Pentagon. He got twenty-two million dollars over a few years, and they looked at UFO sightings. Was it in the nineties? Yeah, it was just before all this Tic Tac stuff really started coming out. It was a precursor to the ATIP, which we've got mm. now. Mm. Robert Bigelow is a billionaire who made his money in property, but he's got two really big interests in life: finding out what happens to us after we die, and are aliens real? A lot of people think he's just some kind of shill who throws money at UFO groups. I think he's genuinely interested. That's his bag, that's yeah. it. Yeah, and if that's he's interested, it, you're going to buy a place like this where the owner's claiming all this shit's going on. Yeah. Now, Terry Sherman said, for a long time we wondered what we were seeing if it was anything to do with some top secret project. I didn't really know what to think about it. And he's probably got some point. Could very well be some kind of top secret project out there. Well, the home was being plagued by UFO activity. Yeah. The couple, their teenage son and their 10-year-old daughter, all claimed they'd seen three specific types of UFOs numerous times during the course of 15 months. One was small and boxy, another was 40 feet long, and the third was an enormous craft the size of several football fields. Fuck you know. They'd be sitting on their porch trying to relax because... There's other stuff going on too, not just the alien sightings. And they'd see like what they think would be the lights of an RV over on the hill. So that like, well, they shouldn't be on our land, we'll go and see go what's happening. Are they lost or are they are they poaching, you know, are they cattle wrangling or whatever? They cattle wrangling. There's a cattle ranch. Yeah, but does it stop? Yeah. yeah. Does it? Yeah. Cows yeah. are expensive. Uh-huh. Mate, people fucking nick anything. If they can. I just yeah, think the days of cattle rustlers were gone. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> it just, it's like real cowboy sort of thing, mm. isn't it? But remember, this is still very much a cowboy life. You've just got more modern machinery now. Mm. But it's ranch work. You're still digging fence posts, yeah, repairing no, no. fences, looking for cattle. I, mean, I didn't know you had to stand guard and watch the people rustling your cattle. Well, I don't think you've got to stand guard as such, but <laughs> you, if you saw lights on your land, you'd go and investigate, wouldn't you? I'd turn it into a day spa. What, your ranch? Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough, if that's what you want to do. Like, like, they, like they did on Malcolm, Malcolm in the Middle. <laughs> Get a massage from a grey. Yeah, man. <laughs> Work you in those long fingers, can't you? You know he'd end up probing you. <laughs> they can't help it. Yeah. Well, Mike would enjoy that. Well, yeah. <laughs> Mike would enjoy that. <laughs> long fingers. <laughs> we wouldn't. Well, I don't think I'd be too keen. <laughs> yeah, hey, me either. Hello? Nah. <laughs> you know, we're not all as at ease with a slow, comfortable finger up the arse during a massage like you are, Mike. Well, I know who my first customer's going to be anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, only if, the, only if Tony the Grey is fucking available. I, I, I'll hire him, don't worry. <laughs> I'm assuming he's called Tony. He's probably got some alien name, but... You'd have to give them names, wouldn't you? As long as the price is right, I'll be there. <laughs> Gary. <laughs> Gary. 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 Well, he is an illegal alien. Hey! Only fools and horses. One of them shone a red wave of light, another emerged out of a circular orange orb resembling an aerial doorway. And to their credit, the Shermans videotaped two of their sightings. Meanwhile, they also observed crop circles. Stalker moaned about the aerial doorways and the portals. And they filmed this? Yeah, I couldn't find it though. What? I'm not, I've not seen the footage. They have filmed it, really. If it is, it's probably very low quality because it's 1996. Well, probably just the fucking sunset, isn't it? Orange <laughs> <laughs> orb in the sky! <laughs> <laughs> portals. 
are a big thing here. And Into creatures stepping portals. out of them, yeah. Things being able to see things through them, creatures stepping out of them, aliens and UFOs appearing through them in the sky. Different things like that have been were witnessed. We haven't been hitting the peyote. Or the swamp gas. <laughs> it always comes down to the swamp gas with you, Mike. Is there a swamp right there, is it? No, it's ranch land. It's probably not. No, it's pretty, it's pretty good land. There's no swamp at all, I guess. It's desert. Yeah. Where do you yeah. go, isn't it? It's what them peyote cactuses are. Mm -hmm. True enough. And if the cattle are eating them. And then you're eating the cattle. Yeah. Well, who knows? Maybe you're right. Well, Maybe there's some ergot poisoning going on. In one instance saw three eight-foot circles in a triangular pattern 30 feet from each other on flattened grass and a nearby pasture had three circles three feet wide and two or feet deep which perfectly flattened dirt in the centres. And as time went on, incidents at Skinwalker Ranch only got weirder and scarier. One night a fine light followed Gwen Sherman on a drive home on another. While Terry Sherman was out in the fields of the family dogs, he heard male voices speaking in an unfamiliar language and they seem to be speaking about 25 feet above him. His dogs went crazy. Another tale I heard in town, or I heard had been researched, was they sat on the porch one night with the three dogs, and he could see lights in the woods, and the dogs were getting excited, and he sent the dogs in. And he just heard the dogs barking, and then yelps of pain, and then silence. And he, like, sort of retreated back to his porch, thinking, well, there's no way I'm going in there in the dark to see what's happening. Mm. And when he went back the next day in the light, there was just like ashes, basically three piles of ashes and some charred remains. Of his dog? Of the dogs. Fucking hell. Mm. Now, how true that is, that's we don't it, know. That's it. If it is true, though, that's pretty bad, isn't it? It is. It's, it's very poor. It's, it's not good. I mean, I'm, I'm upset about the dogs in this scenario. I'm upset yeah. about the cows as well. Because these are very expensive cows, a particular type of cow, and I forget which one it is, but they're a very expensive cow. And they cost a lot of money. And at one point, seven of the family's cows were either missing or dead, and the cattle deaths were bizarre to say the least. One dead cow had a hole cut in the centre of its left eyeball, but was otherwise untouched. Yeah. Another dead cow had the same incision, as well as a six-inch hole carved out of its rectum. It had been cored, and the hole was six, feet, six inches across. Oh, man. A strange chemical smell was present both times, and the cow mutilation is always an interesting phenomenon. That's dodgy, isn't it? Now, the, obviously, the believers and the guys who are saying, oh, this isn't right, say that, well, these are surgical incisions, the blood's been drained, yeah. what's no. coring these anuses? Coyotes don't core anuses. No. There's never any blood. Like There's never, like, mm. a blood... It's, patch which should be there and it's like the blood has been removed yeah yeah and that is an interesting one and i can see how it all does look weird because there's definitely that's they don't look right they don't look, but then again i am not an expert in the decay of animals I've and how and I've, watched predators. Quite, I've watched a few documentaries on this and there is the one team they managed to get a fresh cow that died that day and the point was with this particular thing that they were doing the guy who they they went to interview about about five or six of his cows that died went missing within a couple of days he'd found them so we're talking two or three days of decaying at the most because they could have been wondering for one of the days or something but either way you're talking like three days maximum of decay he had pictures of all these different Corpses. Holes and <laughs> things like that over these these different corpses, and they were all found yeah. in different spots, like within a similar kind of area. And imagine if his girlfriend found him with a loads of photographs of cord anuses. But yeah, so what they did, they, they had a freshly dead cow that I think it was the ranch next door kind of thing. He said, "Oh yeah, yeah, we we had one die last night, kind of thing. You can have it." So they set up all the cameras all around it and they left it and they, they set up, what, what do they call it? Time-lapse. Time-lapse cameras. And to show the decay and they left it for like four days. And yes, there was some decay that could have slightly been 
close, it, like it was the lips, things like that. The lips that. and the bits around the eyes yeah. shrink back and it looks like they've been cut away and, surgically, and but they is, haven't, it's just that flesh has receded. What they did, <laughs> it, it saw like the all the flies and all that that, that eat it. That but the scavengers it. as well, remember? Yeah, yeah, so they've scavenged it. And that, well, no, because then they go and look at the corpse three days later and they see some very s- similar but very different at the same time. Yeah. Because there was, they weren't neat. They weren't like surgically neat. There was no holes within its body like any of these surgical. It, it was completely fucking different. The thing is, and if the cow has been left, let's say for example that there's a mutilated cow and they have missed it for a few days and it's been all you know, carved up surgically and then the animals have gone at it, then you're not gonna know No no. No, yeah. But there was What's it, what I but it was still had all of its blood and it was putrid and it wasn't in any way in any way similar to the to the mutilations well, that they what, found what, other than the fact that the to... lips had been eaten away by yeah. the flies, but it wasn't the same. So and other animals, they always go for the lips and the arsehole. Yeah, yeah, but they don't call the arsehole. No, 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 well, what they they go it's for soft moist. Tissue. They go for moist places. Yeah. So it's the eyes. Yeah, arsehole. Because this is why they're like, yes, but this could be this because they go for the moist places. Blah blah blah. We'll get one. We'll see it. We'll look at it. We'll compare the two, and there's no no real similarity. Car mutilation is definitely one that. We, look, we looked into it in detail. We we'll mentioned it a few times. We'll definitely have to. It's like an odd one. We looked at it during Black Helicopters yeah, a little bit, didn't we? We should do an episode. episode. I think yeah. we should do an episode on it. Because it is interesting, and they're losing at least seven. Other cows disappeared entirely, some with their hoof prints suddenly stopping and the paths are left behind as if they've just been scooped up. up. That, again, is not rare in these cases. That's not just Skinwalker Ranch, she ties in with other things that I've read about and seen on Tinternet, obviously, and from eyewitness reports, things like that, so... Cool, what happens if alien crafts need uh, cow blood to function? Oh, oh God, yeah. Yeah, their fuel, it just so happens that cow blood matches it, exactly. Yeah, a little bit of it, you know. Well, they use it as lube. Uh, <laughs> sexual lube. And these are just like horny alien teens on a bit of a joyride in Dad's ship and they swing past Earth and turns out the cow blood is like not only a fantastic lube, it's also like the best drug in the universe. But here's the question, right? Why is it only cows? Well, I think we just explained that with the cow blood being the ultimate drug and No, but if it's other wild animals though, you might not come across them and they're going to be eaten Correct. by predators before. Correct, but they're... Why isn't it sheep or why isn't it pigs? I don't want to sheep. All these other. It just happened to sheep. I've seen sheep as well in this scenario. Sheep, they've been people thinking it's like your chupacabra and things like that where they've been drained of blood and they've got a couple of holes, like it, almost like fang marks. No, I've seen pictures of sheep with like their jawbone cut away, the the, the, the bone visible, mm. the lips gone and things like that. And they said that's well, we'll have to do an episode and then we'll find yeah, out. Yeah, 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 definitely. Terry Sherman said, we've seen the UFOs enough and we pretty much know what the craft look like. And I think it's definitely associated with the cattle mutilations. When we see the crafts and then the cattle, we have problems. I I was watching a bit of the show, and we'll talk about the show a little bit later. It was a strange video. It was ten minutes long. It must have been a highlight. And there was a cow there, sat in the field, and it's recorded on the CCTV, and they're all watching this in the command centre, quote. And they're like, look, that cow dies just as that UFO is above it. And you're like, the cow's looking up. That could be anything because you just show me a freeze frame. You're not showing me the video. Mm. We'll get onto the show later on. I feel they don't actually show you anything, Mm. is my point. Talk to a lot of people around here that at one time or another have seen something they can't explain, Terry Sherman added. And there's been a lot of cattle mutilations, a lot of them weren't reported. Several ranchers told me when they had a mutilation they called the authorities and the authorities couldn't do anything. So it was just a waste of time and effort. And I guess that's true, a lot of people in that area have seen lights in the sky, unidentified craft. What's the point in saying anything because nothing nothing can be done? What can they do? I saw a light in the sky. Um, What do you want me to do? (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> like, what do you want me to do? I actually think it's their duty to go out and like just record take, it and investigate it. Just record it and at least take some photos. You know, yeah. The build up of them over time, you know. Yeah. 
I'm sure they do. I'm sure the local police catalogue. Yeah, it. there is some kind of catalogue for those incidents, but because nothing happens, then what's the point in reporting it the next time? That's, I guess, what they're kind of saying. Isn't it? A lot goes unreported, probably. Yeah. Mm. Well, that's because if they ain't gonna do anything, you're like, well, mm. why, why bother? Oh yeah, it's like scoop it, it up and bring it home. It's like if somebody nicks your phone or something like that, you go to the police. You'll never hear it. You'll never ever 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 hear anything about that ever again, ever. You Not might get an update it, to say we can't find it. Yeah, maybe three months down the line, and you'll find that nothing's actually been done. They've just gone well. Nothing's been handed in. So. You've got a three percent chance. Is that, is that mm-hmm. high? <laughs> yeah, that's high. Fucking hell. Well, that's how much. Yeah. How much crime is solved by police? Three percent of all crime. Go. There you go. Yeah. And most of that would be a big crime as well, probably because oh, they, the, the they high profile stuff. You've got to get a result. They don't yeah. get their resources onto that. They're not going to put their resources onto. No. Oh, Pete's had his phone nicked. Or oh, best get special ops onto that one. <laughs> Send out the big boys. It's not going to happen, is it? No. <laughs> It wasn't just aliens who got at the craft. We've got uh, got at the farm ranch. We got the wolf, mm. the big black wolf that was immune to bullets. Because uh, it went silver. I was thinking that. <laughs> <laughs> no, do you know what though? You well could be right. <laughs> Maybe the myth could have started from somewhere. In truth, do you know what I mean? A lot of myths probably started from truth. And obviously Chinese whispers, they become a lot more become different to what the original truth was. Trust the Chinese to distort the truth. <laughs> <laughs> but for that, you've got to accept that werewolves are real. But there, again, there is that possibility that... How do you know they're not? You've not seen one. Well, I haven't. Be, I mean, there's cases to be made at the same time with not, clinical not lycanthropy. <laughs> Someone could have clinical lycanthropy and have the hairy, hairy face and... Could be many things. Mm. Yeah, so we had that. The, the, the wolf thing was quite interesting because they were like, oh, Edward said this. They saw the wolf, it trotted into the little paddock, right, and they're there, and it lets them pet it. And then it just goes for one of the calves. So it starts attacking the calf. Dad pulls it, gets, gets the son, got the car, get the pistol. He shoots this wolf, the pistol does nothing. He sends the kid off to get his uh, rifle, which is a big calibre. Fires three rounds at this wolf, he hits it twice and he blows a bit of its shoulder off and the wolf runs away. And then this hunk of meat's left there, it just kind of rots and decays straight away. Ooh. Is that corn camera? No. No, no. I don't believe it then. And the wolf went on to be seen a few times. You if it was though, would you? Even no, if it was staged. corn camera, exactly you would believe it. <laughs> That's the problem, isn't it? It doesn't matter how many people try and find evidence, unless you see it with your own eyes, you're never mm. going to believe it. And the wolf was seen a few times around the ranch. The mom saw it a few times. She even called the res- reservation police out, and they said, "What are you on about? We haven't lost the wolf deal with it." Yeah, it's, it's a dire wolf. Yeah. yeah, yeah, basically. They were a real creature, a dire yeah. wolf. They did exist at one point, not anymore. They died out hundreds of thousands of years ago, or did they? But he's like now the last wolf around here was killed in like eighteen ninety. <laughs> so yeah, and there was poltergeist activity. The usual kind of thing, really. You got your shopping being unpacked, and then you leave the room, and it's all back on the table. Mm-hmm. Weirdest one was the dad had employed the son and a few of his mates to shift all this fencing from one side of the farm to the other, and they're like, you know, these big heavy metal poles and going to drill them into the ground for the fencing, and they're like, come, you know, they're pissing about, and he's like, you moved all that, yeah, yeah, moved it all, go back to where it was. It's still there, it's a bit over. You can see the impression on the ground where it was, yeah. and you can see the impression on the ground where they put it. But then it was back in a different place. Someone got it just moved, they couldn't move. They have big heavy poles, these things, big steel poles. I think the kids would have moved it back, because they're going to get paid till they move it out there again, are they? Right. So we've got ghosts, UFOs, werewolves. Bigfoot, potentially. See, Bigfoot, though, again, people associate that with UFOs. Some people associate yeah, with yeah, there's, UFOs. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's people that associate with UFOs. Just let, they should just let Bigfoot be Bigfoot. <laughs> you know? <laughs> not as multidimensional. Not in this aim. Just let him be a fucking airy dude who lives in the woods. Could be an alien, though, couldn't he? 
Could be. Which would explain a lot of things. And so, it only took three months for Las Vegas real estate giant and UFO enthusiast Robert Bigelow to take it off their hands for $200,000. And this is when Skinwalker Ranch pivoted from being a UFO-centric place of interest to a more earthly demonic entity some Native American legend. So, it was only 18 months there in there. Mm-hmm. And they had all this shit going on. Yes. Mm. They're like, fuck this, let's sell it. The thing is, Terry Sherman still came back and kept some of his cows on the farm. Then he moved down the road. He didn't move that far away. Okay. He actually kept some of his cows on the ranch because he's there for when they find that see this humanoid figure in the tree. Biochemist Colm Callis, because remember, Bigelow bought him a lot of scientists. They were referred to as, as the group's called NIDS. What's that, that stand for? Yeah. National Institution for Discovering Science. Discovering shite. <laughs> so he had a load of scientists on this ranch and nothing fucking happens while they're there. Typically. I tell you what, they get about a hundred incidents that most of them are explained. But there are UFO sightings. I thought they saw a humanoid figure. Bo Kimmich's conquest on the night of March 12th, 1997, he saw a big humanoid figure perched on a tree observing the research team. The large creature that lay motionless almost casually in the tree, Kel Heller said. The only indication of the beast's presence was the penetrating yellow light of the unblinking eyes as they stared fixedly back into the night. Predator. Kel uh, said he... That blinks, doesn't it? <laughs> it's not Mothman either, it was red. Ah, uh, true. It sounds like it could be Bigfoot. That could be one of the big. No, that could be one of the Bigfoot sightings, couldn't it? Hang on, he's got sharp claws and resembled a predatory bird. Maybe so, not Bigfoot then. <laughs> this description of later reporting sightings seemed eerily reminiscent of the Navajo legend. Yeah. And they shot at this one too. <laughs> or it's a velociraptor. <laughs> Who knows? Well, they have feathers. Mm-hmm. It is weird because this ranch is being 400 miles away from the Navajo Nation as it stands now. So it wasn't even their land? No. Oh, that's just, uh, that's it. It was actually the land of the Ute tribe who were enslaved a lot by the Navajo. (laughs) They were quite a peaceful tribe and Navajo were a bit more warlike and they used to enslave them and sell them to the white men. Mm. So there is this thing that... The certainly had dealings with the ranch then, the area. Oh, the area, they were like... Were they just cursing the poor Utes using the uh, skinwalker shit? Ultimately, Bigelow's Institute was intended to confirm or disconfirm the existence of the, these beings in the area by using modern equipment to garner evidence. And Keller and investigative journalist George Knapp of Coast to Coast fame reported the experience of 800 incidents. In the end, unfortunately, those involved admitted they had difficulty obtaining solid evidence of anything. And, uh, well, Keller, and one. <laughs> Keller and George Knapp wrote a 280-page book on this. Check the hunt for the skinwalker. It had no appendices or nothing. It was just everything they'd seen and some stories. And he went on Joe Rogan to plug it, and he was telling all these tales and shows. Says, "Well, have you actually got any evidence to back any of this up? You know, you're there as part of a scientific team. Do you have any evidence?" And then he started telling them a story, and he's like, "No, no, no, no. Have you got any evidence?" And he's like, "No." <laughs> That's your issue there. Isn't it? Yeah. In the end, Bigelow sold the ranch to a company called Adamantium Real Estate Holdings in 2016. But research into the paranormal on Skinwalker Ranch has continued. Just a little post note to Bigelow's reign there. He persuaded the FAA, which is the Federal Aviation Authority, to change their recommended UFO sightings agency to NIDS while he was there. So pilots making a UFO report sent it directly to Skinwalker Ranch. Right. A little interesting postscript. I love that he's got that much clout. He can just go, hey, it's says, to me. I'll be your agency. Nids will be your agency. Hmm. Well, if no one else is taking it, you know, 100% seriously, and then, you know, the military just... Yeah, but should sensitive information like that be going to a private individual? Mm. I don't yeah. think it should. Should go to Congress, who people elect. Surely he's going to have to report... Why? Well, that's the whole point. He doesn't have to because he's, he's a private individual. He doesn't have to report on it, does he? No, uh, his thing is that we're a private company and we should have a look at these things. We should <laughs> investigate it. Isn't it? Yeah. He can investigate on on behalf of the government and report back to them, like he said, but I don't believe that. 
That's what he's doing, is it? I thought the Pentagon had given some money. Well, they did, they gave him 20 million. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so he's doing it on behalf um, of right. the government in a roundabout way, then. Yes, well, the owners now are Adamantium Holdings, and although the top guy is anonymous, the guy who is only the face as regards Skinwalker Ranch is a guy called Brendan Fugel. He is a Mormon stockbroker. Okay. Came into this as a sceptic. There's like a quote on here. For the purpose of conducting scientific research, is where they've got it, to determine if there is any validity to the extraordinary claims of paranormal activity. And although I acquired the ranch as a sceptic, I eventually had my own undeniable close encounter. So he saw the UFO. Uh but I asked the question, if you are a Mormon, can you really be a sceptic? Because you already believe some crazy shit. <laughs> mm. I thought they were just sort of Christianity-based, but then didn't have coffee. Oh, no, Mormons, fucking hell. What's his name? Joseph Smith. Joseph Smith. You follow the teachings of Joseph dum, Smith? The dum, dum, dum. You have to wear a special type of underwear. Your temple garments, they're meant to protect you from various things, including bullets. No. Shit you not. Oh man, there's loads of rules. You've got to give one third to the church. I dum, mean, uh, dum, dum, dum. bigamy was okay until dum, the dum, US, dum, USA dum. clamped down on that. It's, it's definitely a cult. Oh, it's, it's 100%. As in, if anyone's not watched the South Park episode about the Mormons, if you want to understand quickly what the Mormons are about, watch that episode. It is fucking hilarious, but it's very true. It's, it's exactly what they believe. If you've not seen it, watch that, Claire. Anyway, to quote him again, he says, You know, facing the reality of our mortality is sobering. The anomaly, anomalies... Ah! Anonym... Someone? Anomalies. Anomalies at Skinwalker Ranch. The things that have been reported there over the decades, if not hundreds of years, well, I don't know about that. They seem to attest to the fact that we live in a strange universe and perhaps we are not alone. And I think the opportunity to take a living laboratory to the ranch... A place like, like the ranch. Like the ranch. A place that seems to be the centre of gravity of so much of the unexplained is a unique experience. And I manage and lead an effort that I believe is the greatest science project of all time. No, you just find somewhere that you can make a lot of money from. Mm -hmm. This is my issue now. Today, the ranch's scientific project is run out of the command centre, a high-tech hub designed by plasma physicist Eric Bard and the property is wired with surveillance systems set up to catch any strange activity. In the last few months, uh, sorry, years, numerous people on the site have become sick with mysterious illnesses, radiation poisoning, mm -hmm. and many employees at the ranch have had disquieting experiences, even the head of security. I thought it was all a bunch of crap, he said of the legends. Then one night, I'm in one of the bedrooms in the ranch house, I'm lying down trying to get to sleep, then all of a sudden, bam, something slams into my bed. It's like when your kids join the bed with you or something big need the bed. I sit up, turn the lights on, but there's nothing there. That's just a dream, isn't it? I have them all the time. Or you're being haunted. Mm. And we have them where you sort of awake suddenly as if you're falling or... Falling or... Yeah. We have like a sleep twitch, yeah. you call it. Yeah, I have that. And that's all that is, to be fair. So, let's talk about the show. Has anyone seen any of the show? What show? Skinwalker Ranch. No. It's on its third season now on the History Channel. It yeah. is one of the most watched shows in its hour slot, if not the most watched show in its hour slot. The most, I heard. And it is basically these guys running around trying to find something on camera or saying things are happening that aren't really happening. And this has been going on for three seasons? Three seasons now. Still no definitive evidence. And... You know my feelings when money gets involved with stuff. Hmm. And I just start to think, hmm, this is probably a grift at this point. <laughs> probably. <laughs> and I also think, I'm of the conclusion, although I looked into this and could never find anything, that the guy who owned it for 18 months, my own feeling is that the ranch was failing. Hmm. Possibly because he'd lost seven cows. Maybe he wasn't a very good farmer. Hmm. And I think that this was a really good way for him to get out of there with a bit of profit. Yeah. Oh, it's a Sherman guy. Yeah. Much Sherman the same as the guys who own the Amityville Horror House made up the stories to sell the ideas to, as a book and film. For me, it's just strange how nothing happened for 60 years beforehand. Mm. All of a sudden he moves in and everything, 
under the fucking sun's happening on his ranch. I genuinely do think it's a nice, it's one of them, it's really clever marketing. It's like QAnon. You throw it all in the mix and there's a little bit of everything for somebody. I'm a UFO nut. Hey, there's loads of UFOs at this place. Got my interest. Pete, you love Bigfoot. Easy, yeah? Got your interest. Mike, you just want to sit there and debunk it, so it's got your interest. I don't want to sit there and debunk it. I want to be proved. I want to see the evidence. I want to believe. I'm old. I want to believe. But I need the evidence. I'm like Moulder but Scully at the same time. It's an interesting mix. <laughs> Certainly one I wouldn't want to sleep with. <laughs> I was going to say. Uh, I regret that, it. That, 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 that <laughs> changed, changed my uh, thoughts on Scully a bit. Yeah. Yeah, it has. I want to believe as well. Pitching Bender and over, turning around, and it's Mike's face. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm between Mold and Scully. Yes. Oh, I wouldn't mind being there actually. I'd go with that. <laughs> Fuck it. Mold's face and Scully's body. No, just between them. <laughs> <laughs> just between them, spooning in some way. Well, it's better than the way around, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> oh, you look hot. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> That's a bearded man. No, bang like over his head. Bang over his head. Her head. Its head. We're overthinking it. <laughs> oh, shit. And Claire, you want to believe. Oh, and I want to believe. I want to believe. But it's three seasons now. And I watched some of the supposed highlights on YouTube. Ten minute long episodes. I watched more than I care to admit. <laughs> Twenty years are out there for weren't they, that team. For yeah. Below. Was, no, was anything seen on real evidence? Video? Like, nothing that like, couldn't... Things flying in the sky, things like that. It's just your usual outer definition. Could be anything blob. Mm. One of it was definitely the sun setting. An orange orb in the oh, sky. Slow descending. That's a sunsetting. I think some of the orbs you could potentially put down to some fallout in the soil, ionising with the with the auction over time. Mm. Or ball lightning. Maybe the ball lightning. You might actually have something with that, with the ball lightning. I found this really difficult to find stuff that had happened because it's all very vague. We've seen a lot of UFOs. Some well, of them. They mentioned th crop circles as well. Yeah. They've all been debunked, haven't they? Well, yeah. It's artistic installations more than, you know. We've had crop circles in Telford, haven't we, at the end of the day? Mm. So. And it's usually just some bloke with a board. And there's not, there ain't no fucking aliens been seen there because it's right next to the M54 and the Reekin. Yeah, it was, I saw that. And very good. Yeah, it was great. Very good. And they did a few, didn't they, over a few years? They did different crop circles there. Yeah, I remember it. No. I think this has been a bit of a grift. Yeah. I'll be honest. I'm not saying that, hey, you know what? A lot of people in that area in the 60s and 70s saw shit. So maybe it was a UFO hotbed. Maybe that there are lights in the sky out there. Maybe it's from Area 51 and they're overflying it. Mm. Maybe it's another base that's closer by that they don't know about. Maybe it's the radiation, the soil ionizing. Maybe it's more light. Maybe it started with truth and there were cattle mutilations. The counter-usulations is an odd one. Yeah, maybe, you know, I'm not saying it was aliens, but, you know what I mean, maybe that was true, and then everything else... Maybe Sasquatch is responsible for cattle mutilations. You're desperate to get him involved in this. <laughs> He's a nice guy. He's not killing cows. <laughs> They're vegans, aren't they? No. No. Oh. No, no. Well, we don't know. Well, no, they presume. But they, they, they. Who are they? The so-called expert. If you say, oh, he's got me an expert in cryptozoology, it's a study of made-up no, things. When you're thinking, yeah. you'd use like, your experts like that. Oh, was so the gorilla woman, so she's like, oh, well, they eat meat. Do gorillas eat meat? No. Yeah. Yeah? Gorillas don't eat vegetation. I think they might eat meat as well. Chimps are omnivores, aren't they? Eh? Chimps are omnivores. Yeah, they often eat meat. Yeah. Not gorillas. So now, I, know that, I know some are, yeah, mm. certainly. I know not, not all herbivores but either way you can't use the experts to analyze their teeth when we've got none of their teeth no 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 it's all speculation <laughs> no it's all speculation isn't it mm. uh, it's well, they can't be experts theory, isn't it that it because apparently they like there's been a lot of people that have cited the bigfoots seeing them carrying off deers and things like that that they've hunted they've hunt, shot the deer they've got to the deer to 
sort it out and in the distance they've seen this fucking Sasquatch like carried their deer off and things like that there's been lots of things maybe like they're not that. trying to eat it maybe they're trying to get Save back to revive it, it. maybe <laughs> they can heal it yeah. but no because then they found the carcass a few hundred metres away uh, and they've taken the liver out they did just, you get around with a fine key they just, they just ripped, ripped it some <laughs> of the beans. they've taken the liver and like the heart things like that because high in, high in nutrition and they obviously might particularly like that because it's tasty or whatever I don't know it's, again it's speculation but these witnesses that see these mm. if they're telling the truth then that's what's happening isn't it yeah. at the end of the day it's whether you believe these people or not and you just think could they be involved with the cattle mutilation because again there's cattle mutilations and they've got laser tools around well no not, not necessarily laser tools but they have the ability to use tools maybe with their eyes they could be using yeah but they could be using like a flint like we would have in when we were cavemen like sharpened flint to fucking cut and things like yeah, that but these things you can say they're like surgical uh, precision yeah, sharpened flint but then, just as sharp as any surgical yeah, really tool blood, but it? then well, you yeah. think then afterwards with a couple so of days of like, decay that could like then start resembling oh it could be scorch marks or something no that's just decay around where they've had a, a fine Almost scalpel like. We're cut. drifting down a path of Bigfoot doing cow mutilations. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, we don't need what? to go down. You never know. Maybe they've got lightsabers for cocks. <laughs> you, you never, never know. know. I think the cow mutilation taking Bigfoot out of the equation for yeah. a second yeah. is the creepiest thing that's happened. Yeah, it's the strangest thing. It's, it's the strangest thing that's happened. Definitely. I'm not buying the poltergeist activity. Oh, the crop circles. Oh, the crop circles, definitely not. Well, they didn't really mention that again, did they? They just, no. like, brushed yeah. across it and said, oh, it's been crop circles. Yeah, no one believes it. That's that, it. Yeah, and if they've been there 20 years looking for evidence and they haven't got any... Yeah, it's quite a long time to be... And the place is proper cameraed up... And it's as active as it is, how haven't they found evidence yet? That's yeah. what you're looking at. Yeah, oh, it's yeah, a double yeah. bluff because they're like going in and out of Area 51 and that. They've made a, a TV programme of it showing nothing just so, so nobody goes there. Mm. Yeah, because they want to stop people going there because they're trying to cover it up, the government. Yeah, they've got the international, you know, it's the international airport. It's all like... It's you like know, a double you, bluff, you're saying? Yeah, double bluff. It's like a, yeah, international it is a hotbed. airport for alien. Yeah, it um, is a hotbed, but they're trying to make out it's not. Yeah, that's why they've got the cameras in there. I just think it's a grift, I hate to say it. <laughs> I think it's a grift. Well, when we go to America and we go in, we'll also go to Skinwalker Ranch. Great, and we get to have a sexual awakening with Sasquatch. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> well, the female Sasquatches are only between six and seven feet. Yeah, I do. So, I imagine that. And they've apparently got big boobs. There you go, cracking. Hairy boobs. Hairy boobs. I like a little dangerous. Squatchy boobs. No, I've been with some women that have been hairy, to be fair, so... <laughs> well, so yeah, uh, that's what my final thought on this, is it? I think it's a grift. I think that guy was struggling financially and thought, I could Amityville horror my way out of this. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. <laughs> and then Bigelow went, fucking sold, mate, because I love that shit. Yeah. Give him the money. And then he sat there for 20 years, he's been eating up his own money... Nothing's happened that they've actually got any evidence for, and this guy's come in and gone, I can make this into a brand now. Yep. Mm. And that's what it is nowadays. I went on their website, they're selling merch. Yeah. Are they? Yeah. Okay. They had a film made. Mm. Got a TV show. Got a TV show, then three seasons, and the most popular shows on the History Channel. Books probably sold, numerous. Yeah. Could a few books about. It's a cash cow now. And of course, they, they trot out all the same old faces you see on all the alien shows and say, they all agree with you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you believe it a bit more. Cause you're like, oh, oh, they're from there. Oh, I know them. Well, he knows oh, what he's on about. Yeah. He's on that other alien show. Yeah. I'm not trusting Robbie Williams. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'd rather trust Robbie Williams than some, some of the fucking weird, weirdy blokes they have on these shows. Because some of them are just like completely out there and they're talking as if it's fact and you're like, mate, you're tripping. Even I'm not down for this. You know, you just, you just took it too far now. <laughs> and you've got into the realms of fantasy. You've moved away from what evidence you did have and just speculated the entire hypothesis and presented it to me as fact. 
And that's the problem with these shows. Yeah. Mm. You're presenting this as fact and it isn't. And it isn't even Navajo land, which I didn't know until tonight. Yeah. Well, they frequented there to yeah. enslave. I love that word. Frequented. Frequented. <laughs> Makes it sound like I'm on a day trip for them, doesn't it? Say, you like the word slave. <laughs> <laughs> I love the word slave. <laughs> no. Frequented. But yeah, that's what I got for Navajo. That's what I got for uh, Skinwalker. Yeah. Okay, bit of fucked up facts. Yeah. We can do that. Team tune, please. Facts, facts, fucked up facts, 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 facts. Faggity fact facts. <laughs> facts. Alright, Mike, fucked up facts. Does anyone know what an apotheist is? No. 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 What if I told you it is a portmanteau of, which means two words put together, apathy and theism? Okay. Okay. I'm still none the wiser, really. Theism isn't that believing in a god. Yeah. And apathy is sympathetic. Not believing and not caring. Yes. Believing as a god but not giving a shit anyway. No, no, doesn't care if it exists or not. Yeah. Close. You believe, but you don't. No, you don't care if it exists or not. Right, okay. Apathyist. I'd never heard that term before. No, no, mate. That could probably describe all of us, couldn't it? No, I come down the atheist side of things. Mm. And I'm agnostic. Do you think there should be not, none at all then? No yeah. religions at all? Yeah, I'd give it all if I was in charge. Deny that anymore. Then I think of it science now. Okay. So, yeah, I don't believe in it though, so. You're an atheist. I don't care either way. Well, you're an ap- apatheist then? But that's what I'm saying, but, but I don't believe in him, but I don't care whether he is real mm, or not. Maybe you fall on both. It's weird, that's what yeah. I mean. You're straddling that fence. Yeah, either way, I don't give a fuck about him. Your balls will be sore, then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. So <laughs> I'm, I'm just be left agnostic. <laughs> Approximately 99% of rooms contain a spider. Yeah, I've got at least two in my room at the minute. I can believe that. Motherfuckers. <laughs> it's the first time I actually let one stay in the corner. Because he's just stayed there and he got a moth through the night, so I was like, ah, good man. <laughs> good man. I like the cut of your jib, sir. See, I wouldn't like that. It's only like moths. It was one of them little annoying moths, not a big moth. Like one of the little annoying ones you get. Fly around your face. Yeah. Yeah. I don't mind moths, so it's just flies I fucking do my head in. So yeah, I'm quite happy to let little spiders sit in my house. As long as they don't come near me. If they come near me, they're going outside. I won't kill them. I'll take them outside. I'm not too worried about handling them. I'll take them outside. Handling them doesn't bother me too much. <laughs> it's not. Fight them. Yeah, <laughs> fucking right. Go outside. Say, right, put your dukes up. <laughs> you realise he's got like six legs to punch you with. It's all right. He's got to stand on two, I'm assuming. <laughs> yeah, I'll fuck him up. <laughs> the average traffic speed in modern day central London is about the same speed as it was when the streets were filled with horse drawn carriages. Yeah, I can believe that. That's a good thing. Not for the is people it? driving. Well, it's all stop-start, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, you never actually have a chance to go to any kind of speed. Have you ever driven through London? No. It's a fucking nightmare. Yeah, it's terrible. I've been I've been through London on a coach several times, and yeah. I've, I've been, never... I've been I've, a passenger, yeah. Well, yeah, I've, I've never driven. driven. No, I've never driven. I've been a passenger as well, because I wouldn't want to drive through London. Nope, it's a fucking nightmare. I would park outside of London and jump on a tube. That's what I would do if I had to drive. But yeah, no. Even believe being a passenger, fucking shit. Sort it out, London. They can't. It's it's all built on a Roman's plan. Uh-huh. It's all grids. Everything's a grid. I think the smart cities of the future will have traffic under the ground. Oh, nice. Or above the ground. Yeah. Flying. Then you gotta. You can't do that in Paris. They're starting they to build else. They're starting to design that to. They're building cities in the desert now, like UAE and all that, from scratch, and they're on about all the traffic being underneath. Hmm. Hmm. It's an interesting one, but where's all that fumes going to go? It'll be electric cars by then anyway, so it won't matter. Yeah, yeah true. Yeah, you park... Oh, you never come back to a hot car. Yeah. It's not just for the public as well, it's for businesses delivering goods and stuff all underneath. Yeah. That means I'll have to work underground unloading those wagons. Yeah. I don't want to be a fucking mole person. <laughs> yeah, but then when you come to the ground, there's no traffic. 
Yeah, so but the sun will literally just burn me to a crisp and I've been underground for the every day. Well, yeah, because it'd be 50 degrees. Exactly. <laughs> You've already got the hairlessness like a mole person. <laughs> <laughs> and the front teeth. I'm not hairy enough to be a Moloch, that's the main thing. <laughs> a Moloch, even. <laughs> front teeth. <laughs> Take it in. Nobody's ever seen him, so that for, all, for all they know, he could be, look like a mole. I could just look like Hans Mole Man. Yeah. yeah. You look a bit like that's a young the image. Mole, that's oh, the God. image now the listeners are getting of Ben. <laughs> look, looks like a big mole, six foot two mole. <laughs> I wish I was six foot no, two. Uh, <laughs> I'm just making it better for him. <laughs> Painting them a picture. Yeah. <laughs> Lies. <laughs> the G-forces experienced by your shoelaces are greater than any roller coaster on earth. Cool. <laughs> That's pretty sweet. <laughs> Do what? The G-force experienced by your shoelaces. Are well, you walking and running about? Right, okay. I was thinking we're not doing them up. I was thinking, fucking hard. <laughs> I know I can do up a shoelace quite quickly after 30, 37 years probably of doing up shoes. I didn't realise it created G-force. So you were shrunk? Yeah, uh, yeah I understand. Well, yeah. To an inch high or whatever. And you Hitched a ride on someone's yeah. shoe. It's all relative, isn't it? At the yeah. end of the day, it's like an ant picking up something hundred times its size and that, and it's relative to its size, isn't it? And yeah, if it was as big as us, it could lift up a house, kind of thing, because of relativity. Yeah. The billionaire owner of Britain's first all-vegan football club. God, does anybody know who that is? Yes, I do, and I can't think of their name. I'm guessing they're not very good. No, they are. Actually. Fourth division. And they were promoted. Oh, they might have been promoted to third now. Forest Green Rovers. That's it. And he's developed a laboratory to produce diamonds using carbon from the air. That's pretty fucking cool. <laughs> They'll never let him get away with that. It'll just fucking take out the entire diamond industry. Oh, yeah. The De Beers. Yeah, they'll never let him get away with it. Yeah, but it's possibly a really long process to make them now. Yeah, but it's only cheaper than getting a lot of people to dig them out of the ground. Yeah. I don't know, you don't have to pay the people to dig, dig them out of the ground. <laughs> Let's face it. Not a lot. <laughs> I suppose those whips cost a lot of money to keep. <laughs> I'm to buy a new one every other couple of days. They still need feeding. Picks and shovels. And you still got to have heavy equipment as well, haven't you? Not like the guards with, with the rifles. You've got guards with rifles, <laughs> JCBs, drilling machines. I don't know, I don't think they're lucky enough to have machines, to be honest, in a lot of the mines. Oh, well, maybe not. Honest, they really ain't. Does anybody like biting midges? Not, yes. Not, <laughs> not, not biting midges. <laughs> they're quite tasty. <laughs> Midges are bite, biting midges. Yeah, yeah I love the little bastards. Who likes that? likes getting bitten by a fucking yeah. midget? Yeah. Yeah. Who likes that? What yeah, a my silly question. Yeah. yeah, I let them wiggle around on my bell end and give me a quick nibble. <laughs> yeah. Like a nice itchy bell end. Because <laughs> without biting midges, we wouldn't have chocolate. What? We wouldn't have chocolate. Nope. Cocoa plants are pollinated by them. Okay. Never. I'm not apologising for killing the little bastards every time they bite me. We don't have cocoa plants in this country, so you're right. Fantastic. Guilt-free violence. <laughs> so it's not mosquitoes, it's the little midges. Yeah, like, when you're walking through a horse field or walking through... Yeah, the... them kind of things, but obviously in Brazil and places like that. They hang them out in a big cloud, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, little bastards. Twats. <laughs> New scientific research suggests finding new scientific discoveries is getting harder. I think they say finding Nemo for a second. <laughs> Do you think it was hard for them to discover that? <laughs> <laughs> this took us 17 years to work out that it's getting harder to work out new things. <laughs> There's only so many things to know. Yeah, until we learn that stuff that we don't know. Oh man, my head's getting blagged. And it opens up new opportunities, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, so we're hitting a peak. That's what we're doing. It's getting harder to find to, to figure out new stuff. So we're hitting a peak. Under the we need laws a break- of physics that we know. We need a breakthrough. Yeah. Yeah. No, it might fine. be quantum computers, AI. AI is going to be the breakthrough, isn't it? Or the breakdown. Well, yeah. 
Yeah. It's 50-50. What's 33% watch the Terminator. Watch the Terminator Dark Side well. the other day. Hmm? That Terminator Dark Side. No, it's the newest one the with... The newest um, one with Sarah Connor. Yeah. You know. It's not called Dark Side. Dark Fate. Dark Fate, that's it. Dark it's Side. All. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. It's like Terminator against uh, like Star Wars. It wasn't terrible. No, but... I like the fact that the Terminator was now Carl and he was a drapier, wasn't he? That's it. Yeah, that was fun. I don't think it was amazing, but, you know... You'll never top number two. No. No. Just how it is, you'll never top number two. Brilliant, wasn't it? Yeah. Work of art, that film. How about your clothes, your boots and your motorcycle? T-1000 just gets in a helicopter, headbutts his way through the fucking glass and goes, get out. <laughs> he squelches through. Awesome. Here's another one to blag your head, Pete. According to some physicists, there is no such thing as now. Well, there isn't. Because now is already the past. <laughs> Well, as soon as you say it, it's the past, isn't it? Since we must wait for light to travel to us to react to something, and the brain must process that information, we are effectively all living about 20 milliseconds in the past. Mm. Ooh. Ooh. Makes complete sense. Mm. Like well, that wasn't so hard to figure out. <laughs> well, it's like, you, it's like I said, you say now, and that happened two, three seconds ago. Four, five, you know what I mean? It's, yeah. It's all instantly the past, isn't it? We have to interpret them words. Yeah, yeah. So it takes milliseconds, what, 20, whatever yeah. it was, yeah. So yeah, makes sense. But there is such thing as the present. Well, no, because that was the past. The present has been... It's gone. The present... It's gone. Just it's gone. It's gone already, though. There's a now. No, it's gone. <laughs> the present suggests there's a now. There's only a past. There's only a past and a future. There's a present because the present's coming in a second. Yeah, but now it's, it's the past. Next, it's the next present. But it's the past. It's <laughs> gone. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as it's there, it's gone. What it's trying to say is we're all a little slow. Yeah. Hey, you guys. Apparently, you are more likely to be friends with people who smell like you. I didn't know you guys stunk as shit. <laughs> <laughs> Is that because of your refusal to use toilet paper nowadays, Mike? <laughs> Can't afford it. <laughs> it's just why you walk around sniffing everyone's butt. <laughs> like a dog. I told you about that, Mike. It's not common practice, you know. It works. <laughs> so um, I what, what to do well, they smell it? like me, then I've become... I like him. He's all right, he is. I like the cut of his chip. <laughs> <laughs> It's a weird one, isn't it? Yes, yeah, the way it cuts through to the back of your nose. It's lovely. That <laughs> like sense of smell after all these years of smoking, to be fair. It's a strange one, that, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, but I, I don't know that you see, because I've had some fucking stinky friends. I'm not <laughs> going to name names, just in case they ever listen to this. You probably know who you are. But yeah, and I don't stink, so yeah, I don't. Do I? <laughs> <laughs> I can do some nights after work when I come home when we have games nights or something or I do the part. Yeah. I can do then because I've just yeah. come straight to you. <laughs> so, you know. It's those sweaty work boot feet. Sweaty uh, work oh. boot feet. There's nothing like it. No. Now that I can smell. Even my dilapidated sense of smell can pick that up. <laughs> A London tennis club attempted to train dogs to replace ball boys at Wimbledon. Let me guess the dogs will give the ball back. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's quality. You'd have to have police dogs or something like that, wouldn't you? You'd have to be using ex-police dogs that were so They train very well, I think. Some dogs just don't want to give the ball back. No, I, yeah. I've never had yeah, a dog. My dog doesn't want to give the ball back I've ever. never had a dog that has bought the ball back and just dropped it for me. I have to carry two tennis balls, mm -hmm. right, one to throw, one to hold in my hand, so when he does come, because he will come back with the ball... Then I have to show him the other ball, and he thinks, what the fuck's this in my mouth? So he drops it. Right. And then I throw that one. <laughs> You've got to love the intelligence of a dog. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, dogs don't want to give it, they love it. They love that shit. They love all the rolling, the bouncing, they love it. Oh, I can see problems anyway. As soon as you serve, the dog could be like, you know, going running after it. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, the dog will be jumping What if up. the dog... Even worse, what if the dog is sat behind the fucking guy, there's, a, there's like a 107 mile an hour surf, it's an ace, and the dog tries to fucking catch it? <laughs> Just have its face off, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Alright, we're finishing this one. Parrotfish sleep in cocoons of their own mucus. Nice. And why the fuck not? I bet it's warm. That's mad. I've never seen that on the planet fucking... The, the David Amber's never told you about that, has he? Yeah, I've never seen that on the blue planet. Mm. Or if I did, I was just too stoned to remember it. But Where are you at, Edinburgh? <laughs> I want to see that. I want to see a fish making a cocoon out of its own mucus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to picture it. We might have to look that up. Mm. I'm going to, in fact. Right, well... Let's end the show. Thank you very much for listening. You can follow us on Facebook at Cunt of the Bull in the Post Truth Apocalypse, SoundCloud, and most other platforms at Cunt of the Bull in the PTA. Uh, YouTube is Apocalypse Bull. Yeah. Yep. Thanks for listening. Don't join the favourite. Don't join a call. I'm in Mike. Thanks for listening. Peace out. May the force be with you. And I've been Claire. Keep an open mind, but not so open that it spills out of it. And I've been Pete. Show me the parrotfish mucus bubble. Uh-huh.